0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word
1: of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host.
0: Hello, listeners. It is Thursday, November 10. I'm Kim Howard, joined with um, Jill Lehman again today. Thank you for coming back.
1: You're welcome.
0: Um, on Thursdays, we like to talk about um thankfulness Thursday, what we're grateful for, um just kind of keeping a heart of gratitude. So what would you say is your thankfulness for
1: today hmm. i I'm thankful for the church I, I'm thankful for v p and you know how they walk walk alongside you um, just yeah, thankful for my family and the support system that I have and And, um, yeah, the great friends I have here, people that have helped me, um, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't do life without it. (laughs) Yeah, you've had a
0: lot of, uh, curveballs thrown at you, uh, in life. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that Victory Point family, as you shared yesterday, to how, how they've stepped up, how they've helped you. Yeah, um. And I know your family, too, is a support. But um, I just think, yeah, I'm thankful for Victory Point as well. Um, my thankfulness that I wrote down, which is kind of funny, is really the same thing, just in different words. I wrote that. I'm thankful that I've experienced a community
1: yeah, like
0: the first church in Acts 1 and 2 um, in this community. Yeah. You know, I just, I really do feel like as we summed up yesterday, this community has that um, desire at least, and uh, not always perfect, but at least the desire is there, and the follow through most of the time mm-hmm. to be uh, a community that comes there alongside here's
1: here's the one thing i've I've learned about that community, you know like everybody wants it, everybody seeks it, and um you know I've been part of this church for probably man twenty years or more I'm not even sure. But, you know, like the first few years, you just kind of go to church on Sunday, you go home, you go to church on Sunday, you go home. It wasn't until I invested, like I invested, I signed up to do Kids Zone. I started volunteering to the different things that I could volunteer for. And then until you invest yourself into that community, you're not going to reap the blessings of it. Because like just going to church and leaving and then you say, oh, that church wasn't welcoming or that church didn't, you know, there are not all, you know, it wasn't until you invest some of yourself, you give some of your talents or, you know, whatever, make those friendships, those bonds that that community flourishes. So we can't just be like, yeah, church is supposed to be like the first church and why isn't it? You have to invest yourself. Yeah,
0: right? I mean, yeah. they
1: all were all in, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So you're right. They're,
0: I love that you shared that. because
1: yeah. at first I came, the sermons were great. Pastor Steve's awesome, you know, like, right. yeah, it was learning in my heart and growing. But it wasn't until I was like, you know, I, I could probably do some kid's own stuff or I could volunteer for this or that. And it was like, wow, when that happened, like the friendships, the blessings, everything just exploded.
0: Yeah, I do love that. Um, yeah. It it, it required your stepping out and investing in mm-hmm. the community. Um, and then I know you reap way more than you invest. You know, I just oh, yes. like that's just the way it works mm-hmm. with God. So um you're right. Like it doesn't just happen automatically. You no. have to you have to be willing to
1: You have to invest into the community yeah. to yeah. reap the benefits of the community, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep, I agree with you in that. Um, so we are both say thankful that a for lot. that.
1: Like churches are just blah blah blah, and it's just like no. Well, if until, you just go in and sit
0: down and then walk yeah, out at the end,
1: until you invest, hmm. that's yeah.
0: when. That's y- when the relationships start. Yes, and the relationships and, and are and people what
1: see and like the first time I think I volunteered for, I, I don't remember exactly even what it was. It was something small, and it was like wow. I walked out with like three new friends, so I was like wow, I like that. <laughs> <Right>? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So we are both thankful for the uh, Victory Point community and uh, all the ones that were touched by here. And so praise God for that. I'm thankful for that. Um, So today we are going into Acts chapter 9. And we're going to read verses 1 through 22 and then um, discuss on that. Uh, So I'm going to read that for us today. Um, Acts 9, verse 1, the heading is Saul's conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. As he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision, calling, Ananias, yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, Go over to Straight Street to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. And he is authorized by the leading priests to arrest anyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, Go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings, as well as to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road, has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days, and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogues, saying, He is indeed the Son of God. I think I'll actually end it right there. Mm -hmm. That was at verse 20. Um, So, as you read that and studied this section, what stood out to you about God in the story?
1: Ananias. Like, I cannot imagine, you know, here Saul was, you know, he was all for the killing of Stephen. Um, He was... Coming to Damascus to haul Christians, both men and women, away in chains and prison, put them in prison, like he was persecuting the Christians. And God says, "Ananias, you go." And you know, of course, Ananias, being human, said, "But Lord, <laughs> you know, are you crazy? Are you crazy? This 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 guy <laughs> wants to haul me off in chains, but man, I I can't." I can't even imagine, like, Saul was the enemy, and, and Ananias, he went, he listened, he, he, chose, he chose to obey, like, he stands out to me as brave.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and how, like, to me, it was how God chose even the most suspect of characters, right? So he chooses Saul, of, yeah. right? Like, of all people. That God would choose he chooses Saul to carry forth the message and but again he cho- he chooses Saul knowing what Saul's going to become okay. not who he was at the time he knew Saul's heart would change he knew that he would have that effect
1: and so that he'd be willing to die
0: yeah, um, and what a powerful testimony Saul or Paul ends up having right and in yeah. the entirety of the church um, and the gospel message carry forth but um I just found it so interesting, like, okay, just like Ananias questioning God. Like, are you crazy? Yeah. Like, this dude is going to kill us. You want me to go talk to some
1: guy who's going to kill us? Like, that's his purpose, God. You're sending me right there, right right to him. Yeah. You want me to touch him, lay my hands on him, like, no. (laughs) And then you intend to
0: use this man to further your kingdom? And like, what? You know? like, But
1: even in that same sense... You know, Saul, you know, God is wanting to use him. I mean, yeah, blind or not, he he could have said no, God, and turned back to Jerusalem and said, no, nope, right. not doing it, nope. These people won't listen to me. They won't believe me. Look what I've done. Right. But he chose to. I mean, he knew it was going to change his career. It was going to change his life radically. Like, even, you know, he, he was brave, too. Right. Like, I I think he like just went
0: <laughs> a real encounter, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I think I've mentioned that one of the other days. A real encounter with the real living God, yeah, leaves you changed, doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. you know um, I think there's very few people in the in scriptures that you find that are have a real encounter with the real Jesus, real God that aren't changed. Yeah. You know, there's some who walk away, absolutely.
1: Can't even imagine. Like, their um, heart, they were never gods. Right. Like, they were never gods. If they can walk away from that. Right. And not feel it. and Yeah.
0: So, I think that, you know, did Saul have the option to do differently? hmm Absolutely. But I'm quite certain he realized the power of the um, God who caused him to be blind.
1: <laughs> yes. Right. And, and that bright light and... and
0: And then orchestrated some other individual who was a believer, who he had to have known clearly was afraid of him as well, Mm -hmm. comes to him and speaks God's message to him about what the plan is. Yeah. Right? And then also frees him from his blindness. So I think it would be awfully hard to walk away from that God.
1: Oh, yeah. Realizing Mm -hmm. the power of that God. But fear. Fear. I can't imagine how scared, but I mean, both of them would have yeah. been, like, I mean, still, they're brave men. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for, like, me, for the human part of it, um, I think I'd be a lot like Ananias, and I think you've kind of hinted at that too, right? Our first reaction to God sometimes um, oh. speaking to us is doubt, fear, questioning um and maybe a bit of a slow obedience like takes a little more coercion a little bit more um mm-hmm. discussion with god before i obey um and ananias was no different right he questioned like what god <laughs> yeah you want me to go where and do Are you what? crazy you're crazy <laughs> um
1: this man wants to kill me <laughs> right. put me in
0: chains <laughs> right i think that's i think our human is our humanness mm-hmm. that's our first reaction um i, I think it As long as we don't stay there. Right. Right. Yeah. That's where I think if we see God do big things, is when we don't stay there.
1: I think if we give that to God, like, you know, like he did, um, are are you sure? (laughs) But yeah, then I think the Holy Spirit gives you the strength, gives you the courage if you stay close.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then, and I think God is sometimes strong. Like, I think I caught the, like, when he said, go like it seemed yeah. like this isn't a this isn't a matter of you if don't have you a choice. Will, right? Like yeah. this is this is not an option, Ananias. Mhm. You will do what I am telling you to do. Um obviously as humans we can choose not to do that, but I think God's strength in his words are like go. I'm telling you this is what you're going to do. Like yeah. go. Go on now. Hurry up. Go and <laughs> you know? this is why. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you imagine if Ananias said no? I mean, us Gentiles, because I'm not Jewish. Right. Like, I mean, what would happen to that church? If, right. If he, I mean, that was seemed like it, a small thing, just going to him and and healing his blindness and baptizing him, and but it was a big thing cause yeah, Paul, it changed the history. Paul was, you know, was going to. Come for the Gentiles, you know, teach teach the good news to the Gentiles. So.
0: Yeah. That was, it changed history. Yeah. 180 is what I wrote down. hmm. Paul, uh, Saul into Paul, or whatever it was 180 degree change. Yeah. With an encounter with God. Full life changed, um, complete opposite direction. Uh, that's yeah. true repentance, as you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. It's change of mind, turning around. Um, yeah. So. Did you have anything about, um, you know, what's something you could obey or a promise you could cling to
1: after reading this? I feel like we we uh, we as humans, we have the same command, go and tell. Um, and, and we need to follow that command. We need to figure out what that looks like. I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Do we stay in our comfort zone or, you know, do we choose you know do we choose to approach a stranger step out and share the good news uh it's a scary thing to do but are we brave like ananias and paul or are we going to just say no <laughs> just going to do my stay in my comfort zone so i just kind of feel like yeah it just seems like there's just been this common thread of you know right from John in the, in, on Monday's reading, you know, John 20, 21, you know, where he says, the Father has sent me and now I'm sending you. Like, we, I think we need to, each, in, each individual needs to figure out what does sent mean? Yeah. And how, how does God want to use us in, in that sent? And then we need to be brave. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, we have to be in the Word where we can hear and weigh what we hear God speaking to us in you know, prayer and thought, we need to weigh that with the word of God.
1: We need that wisdom.
0: So that, yeah, so that we have speaking, the wisdom, yeah. so that we know what is God saying. If we're not yeah. in the word and we're not praying, no. we will never know what God wants us to do. Yeah, It's the way I mean, he communicates with us. And so we need to be in the word, we need to be in prayer, and we need to be willing to go. Go. Because he's gonna send <laughs> that's, us.
1: That's the bad thing. Right, he's gonna <laughs> send goal. us. We gotta go gotta go
0: so and we do have to go today so um thank you all for joining us on thursday and uh, i look forward to one more day with jill discussing scriptures so please come back tomorrow have a great day bye well thank you for joining us today for the victory point bible reading podcast we hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with god